Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to a PCF podcast. We believe listening to the Word of God will change your life. God bless you as you continue listening to this podcast. So we've done week one. This week we want to carry on in that theme of hearing voices. And uh, we all have voices that we uh, hear, but I think we need to ask the Holy Spirit to speak so we can mm-hmm. hear his voice. Can we do that quickly? That's right. Let's just bow our heads quickly and let's pray. Holy Spirit, would you come in right now before we even start? Give us the words to say we pray. Mm. Clear out wrong thinking and let only your words, the truth, be made known. Mm. We ask you for your anointing this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So last week, Claire, we had a look at different voices. We heard uh, there was voices of the news and social media, mm-hmm. family and friends, even my mother's voice. And your um, own. <laughs> our own voice. Yeah. One of the ones that shocked me, and Claire mentioned this, you know, there's a perceived voice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes someone will say something, but that's not really what they meant. It's what we perceived that was being said. And if you actually analyze the words afterwards, it's just our possibly our background, our upbringing that interpreted in a certain mm-hmm. way. So even though it's not the actual letters of the word, but it's the perception in our own hearts that is important. Yeah. And we talked about this drumbeat that we tend to live to uh, a voice that mm. just keeps on in our head of a rhythm that we feel that we need to keep up to and how these voices really influence us and transform our lives. Yeah. Well, the thought that I had is we all have a voice. And when somebody says, I have a voice, they mean I have influence. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to influence that and then the change the outcome of the situation. So no matter if you're small, medium or high, it doesn't matter what age group you are, we have a voice and the devil has a voice too. And the world has a voice. And we saw different kingdoms and they each have a voice and they're trying to influence us. Mm-hmm. We mustn't ever think that voices are just uh, arbitrary, that they, they, they're nothing. They do, they impact us greatly. But I think the voice that we've got to look out for is the voice of God. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to hear. What we were looking at was John 10, wasn't mm. it? And it, how important it is. It's, it's We have voices, but these voices can lead us and right. they can become our shepherd. Definitely. And we, we had the contrast with the voice of fear, mm. which just leads to death. And, right. we ha- and, and, and that transforms us into a fearful attitude. And then we have the voice of faith. That's which right. then transforms us. Now we got that from Romans ten seventeen. Mm. Faith comes by hearing the words or the voice of mm. God. Faith comes, whether it be testimony or preaching or podcast, right. faith comes. And the inverse of that is as well. Fear comes by hearing the enemy's voice. Yeah. When we don't focus on things in the word of God, then fear mm. comes. So it's so important. And we looked at a couple of examples last week, David and Goliath. We looked at the uh, blind men, uh, the woman with the issue of blood, and also Cornelius and Peter. Yeah. So we saw these different examples where they were influenced and either victory or failure, mm-hmm. depending on the voice that they followed. Jesus said, my sheep will hear my voice and they're going to follow me. They're going to follow. That's and right. We came up with how... Um, God has a job that he does as a shepherd. How he shepherds us is that he's going to feed us, mm. he's going to protect us, and he's That's going right. to guide us. That's right. But sheep also have a role, don't they? They, do. they have to. When he's going to feed us, we need to give audience to that voice that he's, right. 
he's feeding us something, we need to listen up and give him audience. And then he's going to um, protect us. So what are we going to do with that? We're going to align to his protection. And then thirdly, he's going to guide us. What do we do with that? We are going to follow his guidance. So something that really stuck out when you said that was the voice that we're tuning into and giving audience to Mm. is the voice that we're going to follow. So it's so important to have a look at what are we listening to on our devices? Mm -hmm. What voices are coming in? What's the dominant voice that is going to actually start to guide us? But Jesus said he's a shepherd and the shepherd's voice, the sheep will follow. If we listen to the wrong voice, that wrong voice actually becomes our shepherd Mm-hmm. And we start following the wrong thing. It's so important. Yeah. Why don't we cut across and listen yeah. to John chapter 10. I am telling you the truth. The man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. The man who goes in through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. The sheep hear his voice as he calls his own sheep by name. And he leads them out. When he has brought them out, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow someone else. Instead, they will run away from such a person because they do not know his voice. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come in order that you might have life. Life in all its fullness. Why do I have this insatiable urge to go, oh, right now. <laughs> I'm feeling we are sheep. Yes. You know who we are. But I want us to quickly go through those uh, examples that we looked at last week again, Claire. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit more inside those examples. Uh, let's go and have a look at that story of David and Goliath again. Mm-hmm. Could I ask you to please just to read for us 1 Samuel chapter 17 and yeah. a couple of verses there? Sure. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and I struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught its beard and struck it and killed it. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. So interesting there, the voices. Mm. And we've emphasized there the couple of verses where David said, so last week we all we, we saw that David heard voices and Saul heard voices. Saul heard the voice of Goliath. David heard the voice of God. But here's what I want you guys to notice. David gave a little bit of back chat. Yes. I love that. A bit of back chat. So do I because as kids you tell your children, hey, stop with that back chat. But actually this is the way God would like us to be right. to the enemy. When the enemy starts to wah, wah, wah in your ear, yeah. you need a bit of back chat. So when Goliath was ranting for 40 days with his speech, 
they would come up with a back chat. So if you're going to just allow those voices to uh, just lay on you mm. and abide inside of you, then it's going to start to generate fear. Mm. But we've got to back chat immediately with the word of God. Yeah. So he immediately came and said, hey, uns uh, uncircumcised Philistine, I'm going to feed your body to the, the birds mm. of the air today. And he said, Saul, hey, God has done this for me before. He'll do it again. He immediately started to quote and, and get that word, the voice of God, and take that same voice and give it back and mm. spoke out. What's he? important, it's not just any old back chat, is it? Wayne? That's right. It's the word of God. He went back to his covenant. He said, Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. He says, you deliver me because he knew who his God was. He took the word of God That's right. and he declared that back That's to right. the enemy. So let's go to the story of the blind guys. Yeah. Did they give back chat? Oh, for sure they did. Really? What happened there? Well, they wanted to come up to Jesus. And the multitude voices again. Be quiet. Stay down. Settle down. Sit mm. down. And do you know what it actually says in the word? It says they shouted all the more. They cried out even louder. And they said, yes, son right. of David. And they, they cried out all more because they they knew that he was the son of David. They knew he could be the So the more the devil's voice gets in your head, the more you should shout. Yes. Shout back, son of David. Cry out to God. So... But it transformed their life, Wayne. It transformed David when he spoke the oh, word of God. That's right, yeah. It transformed the blind men because they cried out to God. That's right. So let's go to our third example that we had last week, the woman with the issue of blood. Mm -hmm. Did she give back check? Did she? Did she have, can, can you read that for us? Let's go and have a look at Mark yeah, chapter 5. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and she touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Two words that stand out to me there. She heard. Mm -hmm. She heard the voice. So she had been hearing about Jesus. She must have heard. Maybe maybe it was the blind guys walking past and she said, what happened to you? And they, she heard a testimony. Faith started to rise up because she heard about Jesus. And then she said. Mm. Did you read that? But her she saying said. was a bit different to theirs. Did you notice? Said, she said to herself, some of us need to do mm. some self-talk, don't we? Mm. Because the word is giving us the covenant and the promises. We can cry out to God. But mm. what are we saying to ourselves? Oh, yes. What's that conversation from our head that we are speaking? We need to have some self-talk. Oh, I like that. So when we're getting dressed in the mirror and we're doing our hair and shaving or whatever it is, we need to look ourselves in the mirror and give a little self-talk. Mm. Wayne, you're blessed. You're blessed today coming in and going out. That's right. Wayne, you're more than a conqueror. And this job that makes me so fearful or this yes. college course that's making me so fearful. No, I have the confidence of Christ. Christ lives in me. I have the mind of Christ. Have some self-talk. So let's just recap then last week and this week so far. When we hear voices, we are being transformed. Mm -hmm. So the voices either generates faith or fear. It's transformation. But now we're seeing out of these stories that when we speak those voices, it's also transforming us. Definitely. I've got a question for you. Every single time the devil comes and talks to us, when we speak back and give a little bit of back chat, mm -hmm. is he going to just run away? No, he definitely is not. It's not a one-time event, is oh, it? Oh, please sell it is. Tell me it is. I just want to be able to say, go away, devil, and I'll be happy thereafter. It's not even just the devil. It's your own voice or all those other voices we said. They keep seeming to come back, don't they? They do. But we have an example of this yeah. in, in the very beginning of the Bible. Say, I, I, come on, let's look at Genesis. 
Well, let's, let, I'm going to read it this time. Okay. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said? Mm. So there's the devil speaking. Can you see that? You shall not eat of the tree of the garden. And the woman said, hey, you see, she did say. Yeah. She spoke back. She gave back to it. She, she argued did. back. And she said, hey, God said we mustn't eat of this. So then watch this. The devil comes a second time. Then the serpent said to the woman, you shall surely not die. Mm. My goodness. But let's see. Did she speak again? Um, no, 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 no. Do you know what's so interesting? She never argued back. When, when you read that, she first spoke back to the, the devil. She, she actually knew the word of God. She did. She quoted what God had said, what they could eat, what they could not. Mm. But when he challenged her again, she backed off. Yeah. And she accepted it, and she fell for the voice. Yeah. Do you know that devil talking, it reminds me of Jesus. Mm. Now, we saw Eve. She didn't back chat. But have a look at Jesus. I'm reading from Luke chapter 4, and I just want to pick up a couple of verses. Verse 3 of chapter 4 says, And the devil said to Jesus, If you are the Son of God. Mm. And what did Jesus say in verse 4? And Jesus answered and said, Jesus gave back chat. No. Oh, no, you don't. Don't you come with that. Yeah. When the devil starts saying, you're going to die. Oh, no, you're not saying that. I'm not going to die. Mm. Let me tell you what the word of God says. The word of God says, I shall live. Every time. It's oh, the devil it's will say, it's written. It is written. The devil might say, your kids are going to, oh, no, my kids are not going to do that. The word of God says the same word inside of me mm. is going to be inside of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see if the devil comes back a second time. Oh, yes. Verse 8. And verse 6, then the devil said to him, all authority has been given to me and I will give it to you. So what did Jesus answer? Oh, no. Jesus answered and said to him, get behind me, Satan. And even a third time, the devil comes to him and says, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here. And in verse 12, again, it says, Jesus answered and said to him. Mm. And then the devil left. But it says he departed from him until an opportune time. He wasn't done. The devil, we have an adversary, the devil, and he is going to... How do we deal with this, Wayne? He says, there's another scripture that reminds Mm. me of, he says, we've got to hold fast, don't we? Yeah, that's in Hebrews somewhere. Here we go, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23. Let us hold fast the confession Mm. of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Let us hold fast. Clearly, there's two Greek words there, and it's the same word. Hold fast. Mm. Twice. Hold fast. We mustn't. You know, in some of the other, I wrote these down, some of the other translations in the Bible, uh, the New Living and the New King James and things, they say unswervingly. Hold unswervingly. Or hold tightly. Hold resolutely. We're going to continue with our confession, that voice. We don't try just once or twice. Every time the devil comes back, we go, it is written. Every single time we are challenged, we got to do that. It reminds me when we went to America. We went to Texas and uh, we were there the 4th of July, which was amazing. They were celebrating and we got to go to a rodeo, didn't we? That's right. And wow, you want to talk about someone holding fast onto that bull. That bull can just bulk, can't it? It can. But if you notice the video, Claire, he actually wrapped that uh, uh, the reins of it. Mm-hmm. He wrapped it around his hand, not just once. Yeah. If you just hold it lightly, you've got to rip out of your hand. Yeah. He held around and around and around. Listen, the devil is going to take you for a ride. He's going to try and give you a rough ride, but we're going to hold on to the Word of God. We're going to hold on to a confession, and we're going to wrap it around tight. We're going to make sure that we hold on so dear and so tight that we'll never let go. 
no matter what the devil throws at us. It's and then we'll be victorious. When Peter says, doesn't it? He says, stay alert. Yeah. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. It's not that you need to have fear of him. You just need to be aware of his tactics because he mm. prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Who is looking for? Someone's not holding tight to the word. That's right. He's listening to those voices. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember right. that yes. the family of believers all over the world are going through the same kind of Every suffering. Every single one of us go through this. Just yeah. because we pastors doesn't mean we're uh, immune to it or the devil's attack. Every single one of us gets attacked by the enemy. Mm. But we've all got to do the same thing. Every one of us. Mm. We've got to get hold of the word of God, that voice of God. And, and we've got to follow it and we've got to speak it out. Yes. As clear so as we like can. David, he had to declare the word. Yes. That those blind men, they cried out and... The woman, she had self-talk. Yes. We have to stay alert every time a voice comes and react in the right way. Yeah. Claire, there's a verse, uh, I think kind of like sums up this. And it's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Could you read it for us? It's 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 13. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore we speak. Paul the Apostle here sums it up beautifully. He says, I believe, therefore I speak. Mm. Let's put it in English. I'm going to speak what I believe. And some people we, we have conversations with, what comes out of their mouths, mm. we know clearly what they believe. You will speak what you believe in your heart. That's right. It comes up. I think there's a verse uh, in Matthew It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm. Just listen to what you're saying, mm. because that's an indication of what you're believing inside. Mm. So have we been listening to the voice of God yeah. or the voice of the world or society or the pressure? Which voice are we listening to? And whatever comes out of your mouth, that is what you've been listening the most mm. to. So wow. could we do an audit, do you think? I think so. We could do a checkup on our mouths. And sometimes we ask each other at home, like, could you tell me if I'm saying things wrong? Sometimes you're not aware mm. of it and you're being really negative mm. and we all fall into the but, trap. But you know what? I'm going to be argue with you on this point. Mm -hmm. It's the facts. It is? It's the fact. Yes, I have got this condition. Mm -hmm. Or that's a fact. I go, yeah, got it. We, that's a fact. Great. Well done. Good for you. Mm. But that's not going to change anything if we don't start to speak what we believe. So you're f focusing so much on the fact yes. and what the report says and what the doctor says and what your company says and what the government says and what everyone else in the world is saying that you're forgetting to hear what God has said. Yeah. And it's God who can turn the situation around. It's God that in a split second can change everything. Miracles happen. And I tell you, we need to put our faith and our trust in Him. Mm -hmm. So it's not denying that there's a fact. We're just not going to focus on it. Yeah. We're not going to speak about it all the time and put it on social media and text. We're going to focus on the solution on what God has to say about it, well, don't we? Do we believe He's a way maker? Yeah. Do we believe that He's a miracle, miracle guy? Let me talk about you it. You know, Wayne, do you remember when I was pregnant with Andrew in the early weeks? Mm -hmm. uh, we went for a scan and... Um, the doctor came back and he said, it doesn't look very good. Well, that was week six or something like yeah. that, wasn't it? Or and and they said, you know what? He's not quite the right size. Mm. 
is... Well, this was after you had that uh, miscarriage or threatened miscarriage and mm-hmm. you were in hospital for a couple of days. And so Claire was... So she nearly lost the baby and uh, then you, she went for a scan a, a week later after things had settled down and the doctor said to you that the child hasn't grown He's not growing. He should all. be... For his, yeah, his, head his weeks, he should yeah. be bigger. And um, so the doctor said to me, well... You know what, Claire, you best go home. We'll yeah, wait two weeks. I remember that. And um, we'll scan again. And, well, if things aren't right, then we'll just do a DNC and we'll have to start over. And we went away and I said to Wayne, I said, you know what, I don't accept that mm, Andrew's not going to grow. I'm believing that in these two weeks he's going to catch up That's right. and he's going to grow and he's going to be the right size. And we waited. And you talk about voices, Wayne. Oh, yes, we heard them. And for two weeks we hear these voices Mm -hmm. and they're saying, well, it's over, you're going to lose your baby and this is not going to work out and all the rest. And we said, no, the word of God says that he's the healer and he will make Andrew grow. Mm -hmm. And we went back for that scan and we came out of that room rejoicing. Mm -hmm. No loss of baby. Baby was the right size. Correct. And now he's bigger than us. And we had to watch (laughs) what we said. We could have phoned everyone and said, the doctor says we're going to lose this child. He hasn't grown and babies always grow over there. And that's the fact, isn't it, Wayne? And then the doctor went and gave us some really terrible news. He right there, after he said, okay, the, a baby has grown. But um, our experience has been that when a child has experiences, must probably have brain damage. So you've got to prepare yourself, Mrs. Wilson. There's a very good chance that when Andrew is born, he might be totally brain dead or something like that because he hasn't, because that two weeks in which he didn't grow is critical. Yeah. For the next, what, eight months or so, Voices like you can't believe were going around in our heads. But we had to watch what we said. We never told a soul. We never went and spoke what the doctor said. We only spoke the word of God. Declare the word of God. And in my quiet times, when those voices were coming away, and I'm on my knees and I'm crying out to the Lord Most High. And he came and he healed. And now you must see Andrew. (laughs) He is six foot something. He's a strong man. He runs, uh, he's a leader in his company. There's nothing wrong with his brain. I can tell you that he's went to university. He's got a great degree. And we just thank you, Lord, for your blessing and the healing on our children. But that reminds me of Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. It says, life and death on the power of the tongue. Life and death are the power of the tongue. What are we going to say? What are we saying? We had a choice right there. We could have killed Andrew Mm -hmm. or we could have spoken life over him and we chose life. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, this is much more serious than what we think. There are two kingdoms out there at war with each Mm -hmm. other. We got to speak God's words. We're going to hear his voice and speak back his words. Not so. So let's get practical, Claire. Um, We've got a couple of minutes left. What we, last week we had a look at a shepherd. He feeds us, he protects us, and he guides us. Yeah. And as you said earlier, then that means when he feeds us, we need to give audience to what he's saying. Right. And when he protects us, we align ourselves to what he's protecting us mm-hmm. from. And when he guides us, we need to follow when he guides. Yeah. But this week, it's a little, we need to add a little bit more to we this, do. don't we? What, the shepherd feeds us and we give audience to it, but we've got to do something too, don't we? Well, that's right. So if he's feeding us something, what does he feed us? He feeds us. This word of God. So like David, he declared it back. That's right. So when he, the the shepherd feeds us, we declare the word back to him. And I want to use a a verse here, Wayne, and it's in Isaiah. Let us read that together, shall we? Isaiah 43, 26 says, Put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case. 
that you may be acquitted. Just like with Andrew, I went to the Lord. I said, I declare that by your stripes, Mm. I am healed. My baby is healed. Mm. It's a covenant right. So we take that word of God and we declare it back. That's just what Jesus did. Mm. He contended. He he written. So yeah, it's written. So we got to declare. That's the first thing. When we're feeding on his word, we get his word and we immediately declare his word. Now the second thing a shepherd does, he protects us mm-hmm. and we would align with that. But if I'm in a crisis mode, yeah. I've got to cry out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Psalm 57. Okay, please read it for us. For, uh, Psm 57 verse mm-hmm. 2 and 3. I will cry out to the Most High, to the God who performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me. Oh, I like that. Wow. So when I'm when I'm under attack, when and he wants to lie me, he's going to send from heaven. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he's going to send from heaven. Wow, <gasps> angelic hosts, angelic hosts, and the leading of the Holy Spirit to guide us out, or the angels to interfere and to transform and change that situation. So our response here is to cry out to him. Now, when you cry out, it's not, oh, Jesus, help me, I'm dying. It's, it's not that kind of crying out. If you no. look at the Hebrew word there, it's, uh, for proclaim, cry, it's proclaiming the word. You say, Lord Jesus, you said right here that you are my rock. You are my fortress. You will protect me. And things are going to happen around, but you're going to keep me strong and safe. So I declare that today. I cry out to God most high who will do that for me. Yeah. And that's that's what the two blind guys did, didn't they? It says they cried out, son yeah. of David. Yeah. So they recognized that he was a royalty they recognized that he had the uh, anointing on him they knew who to cry out to and that's how we need to be yes you declare the word of God in your quiet times you proclaim and you cry out to the Lord God most Mm. high and then it brings us to he guides us Wayne. yes shepherds guide us we have to follow Mm -hmm. Um, I've got to do some I've got to follow it's a decision I have to make yeah if he says come here with me Am I not follow? Mm. Have How? you ever How? have you ever heard a sheep say to the shepherd um, when the shepherd opens the gate says, "Come on, sheep, e- e- um, excuse me, which field are we going to?" <laughs> um, I don't want to go to the, the the field there next to the A6. It's really <laughs> noisy. I would like to go to. Have you ever heard a sheep ask the shepherd where no. we? Go? Mm. No, he just goes. He's got to trust and believe and say, mm. "I'm following you," and I know that the shepherd has my best interests at heart. Mm. Oh my goodness, we now need to talk to ourselves, don't we? Well, we do. So he guides us, we follow. And I think that's where the self-talk comes in. And so with these voices come, we need to get our self-talk right. And that's what the lady did with the issue of blood. That's right. Even David did that. He did. In Psalm 91. Yes. Do you remember that verse? Yes. Let me read it. Come on, read it for us. It says, "Ah, look at this one. I will say, Mm. not anybody else, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my refuge, my fortress, my God. That's in right. him will I trust. Verse 1 of Psalm 91. Mm. Can, can we read that quickly? Let's just, let's, because this, I saw something there when you mentioned it, and it was so, so powerful this. So I don't want to rush past this. Have a look at this. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Mm. He who dwells there. Spends time there, get to know his voice. He's in the sheepfold, he's he, following. Yeah, and he's listening to the voice, he's getting mm. to hear the voice, he's recognizing. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, Almighty God. And you're right, it says, 
And I will say, it didn't say God will say, it yeah. says I must say it. I will say to the Lord, self-talk. So I'm going to say, Wayne, here's my refuge. Here's my fortress. My God, I'm putting my trust in him. And just by the way, if he will deliver me, and if any pestilence comes, he's going to protect me. That's any COVID comes, he's going to protect me. He's going to guard me under his feathers. And I'm doing some self-talk here. And he, his truth is surrounding me. And I will not be afraid by terror by day or by night. And no arrow or bullets that fly around are going to hurt me. No pestilence. I'm doing some self-talk. And that I declare the word of God. speaking transforms your life. Another place where David spoke and where this starts to happen is in our soul, Wayne. Mm -hmm. In our mind, it's in our emotions where these voices rise up. And David actually spoke back uh, in this case. He says in Psalm 43, in the Amplified, it says, Why are you in despair, O my soul? He's having a chat yeah, with himself. Mm. Why are you in despair, O soul? And why are you restless and disturbed within me? He's like, come on, get a grip. Yeah. <laughs> hope in God and wait expectantly oh, yes, for him. Mm. I shall again praise him, the help of my sad countenance and my God. He's having a talk to that yeah, face. That's right. that's Put miserable. a smile on my face. That soul that's sad. He said, right. come on, lift it up. Let's put our hope That's in right. God. God transforms us with his voice. Mm. We have to repeat his voice. The devil tries to transform us with his voice. That's right. We mustn't repeat his voice. Yeah. We repeat God's voice. What do we do with the devil's voice? Like we said last week, reset. Yeah. Forget network. Mm-hmm. When you get a bad report, well, oh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Do you know what the Bible says? Yeah. The Bible says here, let's focus on what God says mm -hmm. and stop focusing on what the devil says. Let's give ear to God's voice. Amen. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. He goes before me. Defender behind me I won't fear I'm filled with anointing My cup's Stop.
is within me. You're my victory, you're my victory. Your spirit is within me, so I can walk in your peace. Your spirit is within me. You're my victory, you're my victory. Your spirit is within me, so I will walk in your peace. Your spirit is within me. Hey.